Hello, everyone. Good morning and welcome to the See Where It Goes podcast. It is a Saturday morning. We're coming to you from San Antonio, Texas. This would be me, Bridget Ralph, and Brian Ralph. We've been married for 23 years. And um, if you've never tuned in before, this is a podcast where we basically just turn on the mics and we start to talk about everything that's been going on in our lives and in the world. And we just see where it goes. So we don't have an agenda or an outline or anything like that. And we usually, this is Brian, we usually label the podcast after <clears throat> after because sometimes we actually do land on something so if you go back to the previous this is probably close to 50 number 50 go back you'll actually find wow. that we actually did uh land in some places and sometimes they were all over the place and um da, da, da. once we did repair we did prepare something once it was a three yeah every series. now and then yeah. we will repair prepare repair. something but yeah normally we don't so that's it. So, so, Brian, how are you, sir? I'm fine. I'm all right. You're all right. Doing fine. Doing Today, fine. Saturday. Tomorrow's Mother's Day. Good. It's Mother's Weekend, really. Because we don't like to go with just birthdays or birth, Mother's Day. We go with Mother's At Weekend least two and days. birth weekends. I mean, you know. Fr- why not Friday, Sunday? You devote your whole life to, to, you know, a huge chunk of your life to motherhood. And I guess, you know, I'm a mother the rest of my life. Even though, you know, obviously kids need less mothering as they get older, but maybe they'll still need me, I hope. Yeah, you never stop but needing I'll your But I'll still, mommy. you know, be worrying about them and stuff like that. Yeah. You know? True, yeah. But yeah, so it's I think Mother's, Mother's Day, Day. Well, thank to, you, Brian. To, to you, Bridget, and anyone out there. <clears throat> yeah, happy Mother's <clears throat> Day to everybody. We have several listeners who are mothers and then other listeners who are very mothering. And who are like mothers, even though they don't technically have a biological child. Correct. Yeah, that's true. Uh, But yeah, there are all kinds of mothers in the world. And we wish all of you a happy Mother's Day because you all deserve it. Yes, indeed. Today, we will be going to a porch fest in Beacon Hill, which is a a town village in here in San Antonio. And they are, uh, it is a series of porches where people <laughs> sit on them and play music. Is that correct? I've yes. not actually read the details. No, that is. I think that's exactly how, what it's it a great is. Idea. So they, they use the porches as a stage. Yeah. So in Beacon Hill, Beacon Hill it's is an idea. enclave within San Antonio. And it is a vibrant artist and musicians community. And our friends, Chris and Sean, have lived there for the past three or four years, I believe. And they loved it so, or they love it so much. And they're actually both musicians. And um, they, when they were moving into Beacon Hill, they were just blown away by the Porch Fest because, you know, it was just right up their alley going to hear, you know, musicians and everything. Um and they loved it. So, and they've told us about it. And we actually didn't go because they, well, they told us about it, I think, that weekend. And I think they might have invited us once, too. But, you know, they haven't had it for the past couple of years because of the pandemic. So they're very excited to have it again. And we're actually going to go today to the Porch Fest. It starts at 1 p.m. And each porch, 
you know, they have a different type of music. And these are all, you know, bands that live in Beacon Hill. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be an exciting day, although it's going to be really, really hot. 103. 103? That's the high today. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. So, I'm going to have to go get some, uh, you know, maybe some spray bottles and... Like yeah, everyone needs I mean, what to wear can a you? Hat. I was just gonna say what? What's funny? I was thinking like, I'm or maybe get an some. umbrella, like a su- an umbrella yeah, or something. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. What do you get? Like, if it's cold, I'm gonna go get a scarf and a hat. If it's mosquitoes, I'm gonna go get some spray. If it's 103, what are you gonna get? Yeah, you really can't get. You can buy one of those like novelty yeah, fan misters. Could work. No, you yeah. know? Oh, there's a novelty fan with that blows a mist on you. Yeah, I think it blows a mist. You know, it is hot for, for <coughs> or just for early bring May. like, um, well, we're going to park the car in the neighborhood so we could also just go and cool off periodically in the car. True. Yeah. You know, for yeah. 10, 15 minutes and then get out and yeah, you know, yeah, get hot again and do that over and over again. So that'll be fun. You know, next year I'm going to play on our porch if I can. I don't know. Do you have to enter your name or something and get approved? I wonder. Well, I'll figure it out. And I'm going to I'm going to play. On, I don't think it matters on our porch. What do you mean on our porch? Our new porch. I'm going to play on our new porch. Tell us about our new. Can I porch. talk about the new porch? Yeah, talk we, about we our new. We bought a bungalow in. Um, the We're in the Hill process area. of buying the bungalow. This is true. We haven't actually. So bought we it. are still in the active option. The option period, yeah. Option period, is that what it means? I think that's that's just, by Monday, the, we lose the earnest, we're in, like the earnest money goes through by Monday night right. or whenever. Well, yeah, Monday night. Unless something drastic happens. Like the house falls down or something, yeah. You know, we're not backing out of this deal, and uh, but it's in Beacon Hill. And it's been a long journey because uh, we did a... <clears throat> We started hitting the pavement hard in five weeks ago, and we found a few places, lost a few places. We were outbid one place. We loved it, but then we had it inspected, and then we walked away. But this one, because it had, is a nice one. It was way over. You know, we were willing to spend so many dollars on fixing it, but then it like, it reached. It went way beyond that, so we backed out of yeah. one house. That, I mean, it really had a lot of potential to be a great place. But at the end of the day, we just didn't have that much cash to put into it. Yeah, um, a lot of shoddy work has done over the years on it. Yeah, they just... People... What I've noticed is, like, I guess these people get old and they move on and then the kids don't want the houses and a lot of the houses go into disrepair. And I just don't want to leave our kids with a house that's in disrepair. Like I want to make sure I keep up and take care of the home and you and know. And I think what this one will have. It's very sad. Like Yeah. I don't think we should leave our kids behind with all kinds of you know stuff, you know, tons of stuff that they have to take care of. You think this one will last to I mean it's a 1930 bungalow craftsman. I wonder if it'll last the test of time. I guess if you Oh, do- of course it will. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there if, are structures that are way over 100 years old. Yeah. Obviously, you have to keep them repaired, right? Yeah, it's 92 years old. So I think if it's going to do any more shifting, I mean, I hope it doesn't keep shifting. How much shifting can it do more? It's 92 years of shifting. And you, we, I mean, they could add they, the, our inspector, Dean. By the way, Dean Abel from, I don't know the company, great inspector. want to give him a shout out. If you ever need an inspector, just get a hold of me. Uh, he's great. So anyway. He said you could put concrete beams down there. So pier and beam, if you're not familiar, as opposed to a concrete slab. And they it's an older style of doing it. And the advantage is you can actually adjust the foundation if it gets a bit crooked. 
Right. You don't get a crack in your foundation. It is a little bit crooked. But Our, it does a bit. Did you notice the crookedness? Yeah, it's crooked oh, really? in the dining room. Oh, the floor. Yeah, the, yeah, the you floor. could roll some marbles across that. But that's that. common. That's it common is, yeah. for Texas in this area Yeah, for there to be shifting. So if you own a home here, at some point, it will shift. And at some point, you will probably have to do foundation work. It's just yeah. what happens in this area of the world. It's, from what uh, I've been told. Now, what's nice about these homes is they're pre-air conditioner. So the air conditioner you had was your front porch. So it has a long front porch. It's a nice porch. It's, it's a, a beautiful nice home. Little, yeah, it's very nice. So we're excited about that. And um, uh, is there anything else you want to say about the home? Well, I'm just, I'm very, I mean, it has a lot of work. We're going to redo the kitchen because they did a, they put a really cheap kitchen in. I mean, my gosh, it's terrible. So we're going to take the kitchen out and we're going to take the bathroom out just because it's, they pick like some ugly tile. Was that an old kitchen? It's or terrible. Did they just throw it in there? You think? I think they just threw up. I think he just found like some super cheap cabinets and a cheap, every everything's cheap in there. <clears throat> he good? Yeah, if he had put some good <clears throat> stuff And there's in no there. craftsmanship, you know. Yeah. Um, Do you ever notice in this oat milk, it catches in your throat? No, it's like I there's mini oats in here. I haven't noticed. Okay. I'm drinking oat milk, so it's just um, back to the house. Anyway, so we'll redo that, and um, but I don't think we're going to touch anything else in the house. We're going to redo the bathroom and the kitchen, but the rest, the floors are super old, the original wood floors. It looks kind of like being in a... Now, I've never been in an English pub before. I've been in an Irish pub, but it has like old wood and... It just gives you like this really old feeling, you know, when you walk in. It smelled and... like my Aunt Claire's Georgian house that, um, down the street from where I grew up. That was the first thought I had when I walked in. Yeah. You walk and it's in here. It's not a bad smell. It's a good smell that you're walking into the past. Yeah. When you walk into here, even now, if we're gone, it's interesting, actually. Yeah. This, is, this house is five years old. Yeah. Uh, when, even to this day, when I walk in after being away a few days, I usually have to be away a few days and then the brain yeah. must reset. I smell drywall. I smell new construction and drywall. Right. This house still smells new like a car. It still has the new car smell. But the difference is the new car smell is nice. And I suppose this is nice, but when you realize you're smelling drywall and that chalk, I'd rather well, smell I think the you're old. smelling the wood too and different oh, things. Yeah. And this, but this is not, this is not a toxic house though. So when you smell that, you're still not smelling anything that's this toxic, is true. which so, is good. Yeah. Oh, but, hang um, on a sec. I hope the landlord doesn't listen to this podcast because oh I, I, I owe him a uh, phone call. I'm sure he doesn't. But I do oh. I do need to tell him. Who? Who are you talking to about? Our, our landlord. Why? Because I haven't told him yet. We found a house. Oh, 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 oh. Who do you okay. think I was talking about? The owners? Why would you think the landlord listened to our podcast? I don't, I don't think he does. It's just okay. a silly thought, right? It's it's. But if he did, be like, "Hey, thanks for telling me you're moving out." Right. I th- well, because you told him you were going to tell him June by June. 1st. I did. That's true. That's yeah. what you said. So you have a. So this you is have an early episode. I have not met my deadline. I also I was also waiting just to make sure the option period went through, and you know. Well, if you need any tips on buying a house, come, we're the experts. Come mm-hmm. to us because I've learned so much in four weeks. I'm not the expert. Okay. We are so not experts. I'm a bigger expert than I w- was four we weeks ago. We are so clueless. The baptism actually. by fire. This is our third house to buy, and we're still pretty clueless, although we have learned more this time. Well, it's different every time, right? Because you buy you buy a brand new house. That, that's one learning thing. You buy a... Uh... You right there? Yeah, why? Oh, your hand was shaking, but then I realized you were doing something with it. Oh, 
Okay. It's not shaking. Okay. It was just doing this like that. Yeah. I was just moving oh, okay. my finger. Sorry. Uh, so, yeah, it's a new house is one set of things you have to do. And then, of course, an old house. But anyway, what should we talk about now? I don't know, baby. Um, well, should we mention the casita in the back or no? Oh, yeah. Is that giving There's away like- somebody's information because other people. Let's continue. Sorry. Okay. Let's continue. You give me that look. Okay. Well, because you, you're, sometimes you bring up things and I just, I'm like, wow, that is so odd. Like, it is odd. Well, no, I'll tell you what I was odd, thinking. It's odd, the things that you say, and so I still. A certain member of family is sensitive to what we talk about, lest his or her friends happen to listen to this podcast, which there's, listen. we know that. These Why are would, like so when weird you were, fears that you guys w- have. It's super No, you, crazy. I don't have the fear. When you, for, let's roll the tape back. When Honestly, I was, when do you I think... was, can I finish? When I was 18. It'd be the equivalent of when I'm 18, there's a middle-aged couple talking at a bar and I'm really interested in what they're no, saying, right? His, that's that's what that's what this equivalent is. His friends will never listen to this podcast. Correct. So Liam Finnick <laughs> are going to rent. Can I say that part? Yes. Why are you looking at that? But they're gonna, we have a casita in the back. There's a tenant and uh, he's paying rent. Well, our kids were going to go pay rent somewhere. So we said, you could have first dibs. And um, they're going to take it. Yeah, which I think is really cool. It is nice. And yeah, well, we could Airbnb it, which would be great. And it would be money in the bank like crazy. But then we, and we were going to do that. And then they could go get an apartment somewhere else. But then we were in a restaurant called So Hill, which is also in Beacon Hill. And the owner, Francois, who's from France. Jean-Francois. Jean-Francois. So his whole name is Jean-Francois? Yeah. And so we call him Jean-Francois? Yeah. Okay. I think I just called him Francois the other day. Anyway, he said, he goes, he said something about having family near, which, you know, and I love having family near, but I thought, well, it would be great to have them living there, you know, and then we could still have at least one meal a week together, if not two. And so, you know, I offered, I, you know, then we talked about it, offering it to the kids. And, um, and then we decided that would be cool because, you know, obviously at some point they're going to move on, but at least they're close. So like if they need us, we're right there. And if we need them, they're right there. And then they can share taking care of Maggie. And that way she doesn't have to be in the house all the time. She can stay with them part of the time and she can stay with us part of the time. That's And that's our six-year-old daughter that we're just talking about. Um, she's a dog. It's only funny if you've never... Right. You don't know us. So, yeah. So I think it'd be re- really cool. And so we're going to... We have to redo the casita too. We have to put a new floor in there and a new shower, paint it. It really needs a facelift. It's pretty, pretty depressing in there. I think it'll be a nice summer... Um, project for all of us i think so it'll keep us busy we definitely won't get bored i think all the indoor stuff's gonna have to be summer with with the air cranked you know what i mean oh sorry all the projects we do on that house will have to happen over summer and then we do the outside projects starting in or we hire someone yes oh yeah 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 i think the backyard i was thinking of the backyard it's kind of muddy back there like we need to have someone come in and do that also yeah because maggie is going to bring mud in constantly if it rains right 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 so the backyard either needs to be like 
Zeroscaped or something because... Yeah, we might have to do that sooner than later then. Right, because I went into the casita and he has a dog in there, the renter does. And there was mud all over that tile floor. Oh, there like was? Covered. And so the dog's shite was all over the yard. So she's bringing in stuff. Yeah. So like we need to give Maggie like a place to go potty. I think she needs her own little fenced in area where she just potties exclusively. That's and a that good idea. Like a dog park little... within the yard. Exactly. And we could build and like one of those doggy and... bag stands there. Right. I yeah. was just kidding. But anyway. No. Yeah. Okay. Um, so anyway, yeah, I think that'll be nice to have them there. Now, speaking of uh, spaces, something else happened this week uh, where you also rented an apartment because well, things actually, aren't I going well. I could live there. I could live there, yeah. actually. Would I could like be there 20, I have. So I'm renting a gallery space in uh, Southtown, and it's really nice. I'm super excited. It's beautiful. I mean, it's very plain, but it's perfect for hanging up paintings and stuff. And um, I wasn't going to do it because, well, I was going to do it, but I was supposed to be getting a small gallery space. But then the woman who was supposed to be leaving that space and taking the larger space, she decided to stay. So that left just the large space available. And it was more money than I wanted to spend. But then the guy was telling me, that you make a lot of great connections and um, you also get opportunities to be in a lot of different art shows. So I decided to go ahead and take the risk because I had to sign a one-year lease. And um, anyway, it's beautiful. It has a garage door in the front so I can like lift it up, you know, obviously if it's not 100 degrees outside. Yeah. And... Um, People can come in and I can sell whatever I want in there. I can do whatever I want. I can have people over for like. What does it come with? Is it just a sink? Yes, it has a sink. But Where, I can. I the, was thinking I want to bring a fridge. Where's the bathroom? The bathroom is outside and I have a key to the bathroom. And then is there a shower? There's no shower though. Is there a um, stove? No, but I think, you know, I could probably bring like a... Because I'm just looking. Yeah. Like a fridge and an Instapot. Oh, you could retreat there. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, you Dude, know. Dude, you totally could. But I know, isn't it? Is it air conditioned? Yes. And uh, is it... Um, you totally could, babe. Yeah. Is it... Um, can you go 24-7? Yep. Would they let you sleep there? You could, I can do whatever I want there. But you could go at 2 in the morning. Yes. Really? Yes. I haven't seen it. I've, you know, been we'll nice to see it. We'll have to go there today. I want to go there today because I did a couple paintings I want to bring over. Yeah, and I'm debating. I don't know whether I want to like hang my paintings on the wall because I hate putting all the nails in the wall. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe just putting shelves, like shelves and like sitting the painting on the shelf. Maybe. Right, right. I don't know. What That'd do you think? Yeah, it could work. And, and, but we got to like think about yeah. it and set how, it up. How connected are you to the barbecue place? How far is that from it? It's not far at all. It's like a one-minute walk. So if you walk that. out that garage door, you go in, you end up in that barbecue. Yeah. So freight is like a mini compound. It's not that big, and it's called freight. That's the name of the collective spot. Yeah. Is the name of it. But then in within freight, you have Gold Coffee, which is a coffee shop in the front, and then you also have Bandit Barbecue, which is also in the front, and they have barbecue burgers, all kinds of stuff. And we we tried the pulled pork one day. It was really good. 
And what did we try? Tater tots, I think. But oh, yeah. they have it lots of beer meal, selection. It was very nice. And um, and then their pit is to the side. They have outdoor seating. And it's, it's a great barbecue smell coming from there. Yeah, it's really nice. And then also they have other artists on site. So Southtown Arts, um, Southtown Fine Arts or something, I think it's called. They also rent a space there. And um, there's a few other artists that I haven't, well, I haven't met any of the other artists yet. Yeah. Um, but it's one of the spots when they do second Saturdays where you go and look at art. That's one of the stops that people make. I was going to ask you about second that. Second Saturdays. There's a, I know there's a first Friday. Right. That they come by you. I don't know. I don't know if they're part of first Friday, but they are part of second Saturday. The second Saturday. So that's what I tell me about second Saturday. I don't know anything about that. Well, it's like an art walk, like first Friday. Oh yeah. But is it better? I have no idea. I guess we'll find out next Saturday. Is, yeah, is, is next second Saturday. Sa- if you're listening and you're in the area, <clears throat> Garza's Hopkins over there, uh, and others, uh, and maybe yeah, come come next Saturday. I also want to do a shout out next Friday. Uh, if uh, our friend Nirav down the way here is a professor over at a uh, physics professor over at Trinity University, and a Friday night. I think at 6 p.m. in Laurie Auditorium, he and his students mm. will be doing a really fun demonstration of physics for dummies. That's what I'm calling it. But, And it's it's some of the stuff he's going to do sounds really exciting. So, okay, yeah. but back to where we were saying. Anyway, I'm Second really excited. <clears throat> I've started painting again, which I hadn't painted for a while. And then I have to get back on social media because I've been off for a long time too. But I'm not going to put full pictures of my paintings on social media anymore because then people aren't going to come see my art. So I'm just going to post like fractions of my paintings, you know, I'll just put like a, a close up or something. I'm not going to put the entire painting on there, but anyway, sorry, I was writing stuff down. Why is that? And then if they, why aren't you right? Well, because if I post my full painting on social media, then I don't think people are going to come and see it in person. They're probably printed and hanging on their wall. I doubt anyone's going to do that. I've never done that. We almost did that to a friend of ours in Chicago. We asked him, could we? Did we? Yeah. I don't remember that. Who? I don't want to say. I feel embarrassed I asked. But it was a really good artist. And I asked him could, in our new house, could we? would he mind if I print it? You asked that. <laughs> I never asked that. You don't talk I about? I never would have asked an artist that. Well, yeah, you were just starting out yourself, so you weren't quite a you know, true I artist. wasn't an artist yet. Oh, I know. I'm, I know who you're talking about because he's he got me my first art show. He did. Okay, it was Matt Kennedy, Matt Barber yeah. Kennedy, great artist in in um, Chicago. Matt Barber Kennedy, whatever dot com. He, uh, I asked, could I print out his things hanging on the wall? He seemed somewhat okay with it, but he kind of asked that I maybe not. Uh, well, he was just very graceful. But looking back, I, that I shouldn't have even asked. Right. Right. It was just too much. Yeah. Anyway, well, you didn't know. You weren't a part of the art world. You didn't I really wasn't, know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I had another question about that art world. Okay. So, um, well, I forgot, but it was about the art stuff. Anyway, congratulations. That's great. Thank you. Okay. So, mom's. Uh, do we? Uh, mom's day. Is there anything you want to say about your mother on this here Mother's Day? Anything I want to say about my mother? Yeah, I'm thankful to mom for. Well, I'm thankful to mom for she made really yummy food. And um, I always enjoyed 
sitting down to a meal, although she would say that she's not a good cook, but I disagree because I thought I actually she makes the best fried chicken I've ever had. Amen. And the best chicken fried steak I've ever had. And I live in Texas again. And now growing up, we never went out to eat. So I never had fried chicken in a restaurant and I never had chicken fried steak in a restaurant. Or we didn't call it chicken fried steak. We called it round steak. Um, That's what we called it or just fried steak. And but living in the South and then going to restaurants and ordering chicken fried steak, they put like gobs of batter on it. And most of time, most of the time when you cut into the steak, the batter falls off immediately are you listening? Yes. You don't look like you are. No, I am, yeah. The batter falls uh, off the steak. The batter falls off immediately, and there's really no flavor to the steak whatsoever. And usually I'm disappointed, but I keep trying, you know. Actually, yeah, so I'll keep trying. And then the same, and then fried chicken, of course. You know, Kentucky fried chicken, there's a lot of really good fried chicken out there. But my mom's was just really good and so simple. And um, anyway, so I appreciate her cooking. Super yum. And what else? Oh, and my mom loves to plant flowers and she loves to be, you know, outdoors and everything. And um, that's another thing I appreciate about her as well. And she's getting her sense of humor back. Well, she, I think she got it back a few years ago after my dad passed away, but she can make some funny jokes and be silly. And I like to see that side of her uh, being silly. And then when she was here visiting the last time, um, I took her out to eat at a couple different restaurants and she really was enjoying trying some new foods. I think she was kind of surprised, but I think it's just because she doesn't, you know, sometimes she said she's not impressed by a lot of food, but I think that's just because she hasn't been exposed to a lot of food, different kinds of food. But um, she was saying how she wanted to try some different things. So anyway, that was fun. We had a really good time when she was here. So I know she does not listen to this podcast, but anyway, happy Mother's Day to her. Love you, mother. Like to, you want to say what do you want to say about your mom? Yeah, you know, my mom passed away. Um, that honey had a bit of a thing to it. No, what honey? Oh, the way you said honey had a bit of a. No, it I'm didn't. Over, I'm overthinking it. No. Uh well, she passed away in, in, in 2009. But uh, I appreciate it about her was she was a uh, very compassionate and caring and always there and always present and um, great conversationalist. She would sit and have her coffee and. She was always open for conversation. She she would just sit at the kitchen table on her own sometimes and drink coffee. And then that, that created an inviting presence for us to sit with her and have tea and chat. So that was nice. It's funny just sitting there. Not like she didn't read at the time she was. Mm-hmm. I mean, she, she wasn't reading. She wasn't checking her phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, she wasn't watching TV. Yeah. She was just sitting there drinking coffee at Maxwell House um, instant. And you'd walk in. You'd see her, and then you know she'd smile, and then it was it was just, and, and you know neighbors mm-hmm. would come by too. She yeah. just had that presence, so I, I really missed that part of her, and wish, uh, I guess I wish she was here, you know. So yeah, and you, uh, I appreciate uh, you know my mother, but I appreciate how you've really dedicated uh, so much of your life to the kids and 
um, you know, focused on them and care for them and teach them and school them and take care of their health and do so much. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. What are you going to do tomorrow for Mother's Day? I don't know. Just hang out with you guys and, yeah. you know, be with you guys and that's it. You're going to paint? I don't, I think I may not paint tomorrow. I mean, maybe we can go down to the gallery tomorrow and set up stuff. I mean, I know that's kind of like working, but it's fun working, not like working, working. Right. And uh, you know? is that because of the comment they made last night? No, it's not. Okay. It's just because like, well, some kind of work to me is refreshing. Like painting can be refreshing. Um, not like work, work. Yeah. You know, but like setting up the gallery, that would be fun to do. And since it's Mother's Day, I can do whatever I want. True. And you guys have to do what I want too. We're cleaning toilets today. Yeah, so I'm making the I'm making them clean toilets and like take the lids off and like really clean the toilets because these toilets that we have in this house, they're the worst toilets because they have like the way the lids attach. It's all of these very intricate pieces. Well, they're just cheap plastic pieces. Yeah, and you can't clean in there. Like, how do you clean? Like, they need to make something so simple because... A, a, a high-powered magnet. A toilet seat that's magnetically attached, but it's so strong, and then you demagnetize it. That's a great it. idea, actually. You demagnetize it, and then you pull it off, clean it, clean the magnets, put it back down, remagnetize it. I don't know. I don't know, because it's just... I mean, stuff gets in there. And you literally have to take the toilet apart to really, truly clean it the way it's this supposed is true. to be cleaned. This is true. So my job is to take the lids off, then reattach them. I'm the foreman of this job. Yeah, and then they have to be scrubbed. Can I talk about, uh, I meant to get back to the gallery. When you were in the gallery uh-huh. last week, can, 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 you, can you promise me anytime you call me on speakerphone, can you announce you're on speakerphone first? Yes. Thanks. I've done this to you twice. Was the first time at Verizon? Yes. Yeah. Did the guy? The guy? <laughs> I could tell the guy's voice. He had. A, he was. Uh, was he upset? Was he the guy? Oh, he was the guy. Anyway. This okay. Week, so Brian, I did. So I didn't intentionally do these things to Brian, but I put him in this awkward position where I put him on speakerphone. The first time I did it to him was like a month ago. I was in the Verizon store, and. They needed to reset my phone and I needed to ask Brian a question. So I had him on speakerphone and I didn't tell him that I had him on speakerphone. And I asked you some question or whatever, but you responded. Well, yeah, yeah, I'll give you the details. Yeah, you, well, you remember. Well, I don't remember. Well, so you were, they, you were calling to ask me how you could sell them. Money no, no, no. Your... This I'm, I'm talking about the Verizon. Oh, store. the Verizon store. I know or that was. Wanna... The... <clears throat> okay, go ahead. Nah, nah, go ahead. You don't have to give details on that. It's not as fun. Okay, so you don't want to talk about the Verizon store. So fast forward. So I put him on speakerphone. He said something that did not uh, put him in a good light, and so he got upset with me, understandably so, that I did not tell him guy's... he was on was speakerphone. Fa- what was his face like? What was he like? Oh, I don't remember. Yeah. Okay, so then anyway, then I went to my went to sign the lease for the gallery and we were trying to figure out how to send money through Zelle because they didn't accept debit cards. And so I called Brian because for some reason it wasn't sending me the code. 
Like I had signed up for Zelle too, but I wasn't getting the code. So anyway, I had you on speakerphone because I thought if the guy, if you needed to ask the guy a question, he would be able to hear you. And so, and I did not tell you you were on speakerphone, so you can tell the rest of the story. So, well, I'd also start it with, um, well, at the time I was trying to work, I was trying to work my job. I was also trying to get the mortgage paperwork done. So I was right. pretty stressed anyway. Yeah, you were stressed. I said, do you have a checkbook with you? And you, I said, you should always carry a checkbook. I actually don't think you should now to think about it. You probably shouldn't always carry well, a you checkbook. You should know that I've, I haven't carried a checkbook in years yeah, yeah. and years. Right, right. Anyway, I said, don't they take debit card? And you said, no. And I said, what the blank? Yeah, and that's you said exactly what you said, Brian. You're on speakerphone, and I said, "Why you tell me on speakerphone?" <laughs> yeah, the guy, the gallery guy, manager was there, right? Yeah, but he yeah. he was fine. He was a very and here's the thing. Yeah, the sweetest man ever. The worst person to say the what dad, the f to. What was the owner's dad? Oh my god, how old His is he? Name? He's like sixty five, oh, seventy man, years old. I feel terrible now. I thought he was a young guy who was grinning when I said it. No, well, no, he was fine, but he was really cute and nice, and uh, you uh, you dropped the f bomb on the speaker, and then you got really mad at me, which I which I understand because you had asked me before not to do that. But the thing is, I guess I just don't think of you saying something. Well, I'm I didn't ra- think not, you yeah, were gonna say well, something. Part of it is like I think that. I don't want the world to know what I'm really like. Not really like, but I'm very comfortable around you and I'll be more biting and direct. Right. And sometimes rude. As you are. I mean that thing maybe in marriage right. we are. But um when other people see that it's like, oops, the uh the facade is down. Mr. Right. Nice Brian's not seen anymore. That's right. probably why when I when I um you know, let's when like when I say to you I was doing fine until I came home, and it's probably not true. I probably wanted to lose it at work or wherever the environment. Not losey, but but I, if I was more direct and more straight and frustrated, and didn't care what people thought of me, maybe I'd come home and I'd be less. Well, um, we all do that. Yeah, I think we all wear masks, and it's not that we're wearing a mask. It's like we put we're on behaving more. We behave more around people because, I mean, let's face it, we wouldn't have any friends if we were just let it all hang out all the time. Yeah, but we're not always ticked off all the time, you know? No, we're not. We're so, not, I mean, we're I was not terrible I, to I, each other. I just all felt the time. safe giving you a hard time. Okay, so I'm going to mark that off the list. Uh, oh, here. So Brian says, <laughs> he says, please, he texts me after it happened. He texts me, please don't ever do that again. That's just so rude, and I'm embarrassed, and that's not fair. Well, that's rough. Um, and then you sent me the the Larry David the episode, Larry David episode, episode, episode where he gets caught being on speakerphone. Speakerphone too. Jeff's parents are in the back seat. It's a very funny. You could just Google Larry David speakerphone, and it's a very funny episode. So anyway. Anyway. Well, uh, I will not put you on speakerphone anymore, and if I do, I will tell you. Now, not to make it about me. But uh, what did I, why did I write Facebook down? Oh, because you found that nasty thing on no, Facebook. No, no, that wasn't no? it. No? No, I don't know why I wrote that down. I wrote down neurofeedback. Is that, can I talk about that or no? Yeah, you can. And specifically, I wanted you to talk about the vision thing. The vision thing. Remember you shared with me? Because you said back in the day when you were 
like being a Christian, which you're still a Christian, but, and you used to think that you had visions from God. Oh, yeah, yeah. But now we're realizing that you probably have never really had a spiritual vision of any kind. It is a part of a mental disturbance. Oh, because I sent, did I send you some article? You sent me a snippet of a podcast or a book you were reading, and I'm trying to find it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because visions... Hold on, folks. We'll get there. We'll get there. Visions are part of... Where is it? And I thought it was pretty... That was a good art. Well, that was... I took that out of context, and... uh... Okay, I think I lost it. No, I'm sure I have it. Anyway... Oh, you have it? No, I mean, I'm sure I do. You know that... Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. So many people who are spiritual, religious, Christian, all of this, they think that they're having visions and all this kind of stuff. And everybody dreams, right? Dreams are just dreams. Um, But you're like, you could have a really strong intuition of things, but yet... If you've had any kinds of vision, it doesn't mean that it's spiritual. It could just be your brain. Well, I can't find it. Darn it. You're going to have to find it. But basically, it could just be your brain, and I can't find it. Oh, I know why. I sent it through my iPad. I can find it. Anyway, um, yeah, I'll have to, I don't remember oh, what, okay. what that might be. But I Yeah, mean, because I had mentioned that to you that I wonder if that had something to do with your brain. And then you actually found something on that the next day. Yes. So I don't trust anybody that says they have a well, vision I, I had gone to from the pastor God of a church with or the, anything like that. With the vision. Like, just chalk that up to uh, low-key insanity. So uh, anyway, um, I wonder why that disappeared. That's a bit odd, isn't it? Oh, here we go. You found it? It was from the New York Times. Can monitoring brainwaves boost mental health? Um, but anyway, it, it was, I just sent you a section of that. All right, so... Uh, you want, are you going to read it? Because I thought well, it was fa- pretty fascinating. Yeah, but I, I can't. I, went, I don't think... No, this is... Oh, you can't find idea. it? I'm looking oh, okay. at the wrong thing. Sorry, oh, no, hey, I was reading this article in the National Review about DSM-5. Which is a D, uh, what does that stand for? Psychiatrist manual. They basically uh-huh. go to psychiatrists, they go in there and they have to use that for a code for insurance. But it's basically the Bible for psychiatrists, which, which, is, the, oh, I say, which is the psychiatric manual psychiatrists use. This paragraph stood out. Another approach analyzes subtypes of psychiatric conditions using specific symptom profiles. Taking one such condition, psychosis, Jeffrey, taking one such condition, psychosis. Jeffrey Pecan of Weill Cornell Medical Center tells me that too well too often casually lump psych we too often casually lump psychosis together as schizophrenia. To refine the picture, uh Khan and his colleague um have classified five distinct psychoses linked to five patterns of anxiety and depression. When a person with one of these forms of anxiety and depression also has biological factors such as reduced frontal lobe function that makes them prone to disorder thinking. The result can be hallucinations and delusions of psychosis. One subtype features obsessive-compulsive traits, 
another hearing voices, another having persecutory delusions, another delusional depression, and another mania with delusions. Each responds best to a combination of antipsychotic with specific antidepressants, mood stabilizers, anticonvulsants, and tranquilizers. So that's okay, that's what you that's what you sent me. Yeah. So that what stands out there is that. Um, um, so I did go to someone and I said I was hearing voices and yes. they had a control problem, which I think they did anyway. And there was issues on that side, but... Um, well, it doesn't mean that there was not issues, but yeah. the thing was, is it sent you into this whole world of like visions and hearing voices and spinning obsessively on this yeah. thing. So the stu- stuff that said that was, anti- was obsessive compulsive traits, check. You hearing voices, check. Having persecutory delusions, check. Entire evangelical world to an extent, right? Right, but Would then I think you were. Delusionary. Who were you feeling persecuted by at that time when you were going through that? Oh no, no, spin I cycle. I think you where? were just. Well, just demons were coming at me or something, maybe. Which spin cycle? Oh, the recent one? No, I wasn't. No, no, about the past. Oh, oh, ah, uh, no, I, I, I don't know. I was fasting at that time too for ten oh, days. Oh, and you were fasting, which could probably induce. I don't know. Each responds best to a combination of antipsychotic with specific antidepressants, mood stabilizers, anticonvulsants. That that's because that's I'm yeah. on an anti. I'm on two anticonvulsants. Convulsants. Okay. So do you feel like you're hearing fewer? Are you hearing any no. voices or having delusions? I've blocked or? them. I've shut the door. No, I'm not. Um, what does this make you think about your spiritual experiences in the past? Does this make you think about them differently? Um, it, it, it makes me think about them slightly differently. And, and here's Why how do it, you say just slightly? Because um, I know you'd like me to say, yes, it's all bunk. Okay, that's pretty mean. Um, I would like for you to yeah, say that. I know, yeah. Here's the thing. When I was in that bad state in January, the right side of my, I could feel, as I've said before, I've only in the last four months been able to feel my brain. I can feel activity yeah. when it happens in certain places. I felt it most when I had that bad episode in Vegas. I could feel the right side as I was, I mean, I was closing my eyes. I was, had my eyes closed. I was in deep concentration, but I could feel the right side just light up when, uh-huh. I, was, when I was in, stuck in a loop of anxiety. When I was praying, for help, the left side of my brain, I could feel activity there, and that brought some calm to my body. That's I, because you're well, being. Can I can I answer the question positive. now? Positive. Okay, so um, when I had the brain scan done, mm-hmm. I didn't tell the neurologist to check the scan any of this stuff about the left side, right side. Right. He just showed me the data of the scan, where they use computerized colors to show what's going on in my head right. when I got scanned. We'll say it was two months after that episode of the bad episode in January. So when I got the initial neurofeedback baseline scan, he was saying you've got too much activity on the right side mm-hmm. of your brain, which which can tend to lead to anxiety and depression. He goes, we need more activity on your left side. Yeah, The left side of your brain is not developed properly. That's the part that actually controls the emotions better. Mm-hmm. He goes, you have, as and I've said it before, but... Even on medication, you are 70% less able to handle your emotions than a normal person. Mm-hmm. Normal would it be a range. Like 25 hertz, right. they're measuring electricity. And I scored seven. And he goes, he goes, mind you, that's on vacation. God knows what you'd be like off it. On vacation? I'm sorry, on, on medication. Oh, okay. Although I do, I do better on vacation too because I'm not worried. You do. Not that vacation in January. But anyway, 
Um, so I said, to, then I told him about Vegas. I said, this is what happened. And he goes, yeah, that seems consistent. You were feeling that. So mm-hmm. when I go through neurofeedback, um, they, my, my left side of my brain feels worn out and exhausted because they're targeting that side. They're targeting the left side because that's that's the control center of of the emotion. It's the control mm-hmm. center of all the other parts of the brain. It's trying to it's trying to develop that. That's been undeveloped through exercises. I also do brain game activities every morning, and I can literally feel a little bit of a workout in the brain. Like mm-hmm. this morning, I woke up. I I was a little. We could talk about that. I was. I have menopause four times a week now because the day of my. On Monday's the day of the treatment. I mm-hmm. I get very irritable afterwards, and pr- a little bit the next yes. day, and there, then I, yeah, yes. And it's been I don't know if it's getting better, but I <laughs> but then I wake up no, the next morning, my left side of my better. brain feels exhausted. So could it be a uh, placebo? Oh. Maybe, but uh, you know. Anyway, well, it's so, definitely doing something because it definitely makes you. So let me round very this up. Very irritable. Go ahead. Let me round this back. Um. So have I? How? Uh, they were saying the left side is, is using the logic more, the right side's the emotion. I think that's what they said. It's fine to have both. But if there's too much emotion and it's not being checked by logic on the left, you're going to get a bit crazy. I don't mean mentally crazy, or, but it'll put you in a bad state. So my I had such a lack of logic when I was in that space. I, well, the things I was spinning on and worrying about were not... Could they happen? Sure, but they're very unlikely. But my, my I felt like my logic, when I went over to pray it was shifting left right so there's there's two options right the, the one option is that the left side's just logic and that's that's the part of the center of the human that's like no we can this is what we should do another way I, I, i've approached it is logic in greek is logos which is which is used in the new testament as that in the beginning was the logos the intelligence the greeks uh, yeah, john uses the greek word logos which doesn't mean word we translate it as word that's probably not a good translation logos was was to the greeks a an intelligence and a philosophy that sat above us that we could tap into and connect into and and basically john saying that's Jesus, and it's, he's always existed. So logos was always always there. So another way to look at it is that the log I was tapping into the logos into God, the God part of the brain. There's two. There's two options for you. Okay. Which I'm, I can tell you're thrilled with, but but I could see from another perspective where it's like, no, you're just well, no, you're just telling thing, yourself is that. that prayer works, but prayer has nothing to do with God. It has to do with energy, and when you put. When you're thinking in positive ways and you yeah. have positive energy, like yeah. I could be praying to whatever name I pretend to pray to. Yeah. I could be praying to Grover from Sesame Street. I love that you randomly picked him. And it would have the same effect because prayer is hope and it's positive and it's based on the energy in your body or huh. in your brain. And... But it ha- in my in my opinion, it has nothing to do with God. God doesn't have to exist in order for prayer to work. Like anytime you have a positive mindset and you can visualize yourself doing something, it gives you more courage. Um, like you've heard of people waiting to die, right? Like holding out until a person gets there. Yeah. Or maybe you know, recovering from something because people were praying for them or like, because it, 
it does something physically within the body and actually does something in your cells. It changes you physically. So it changes your brain, you know? Yeah. So you don't have to, there doesn't have to be a deity in order for that to work for you. You know, when you live in a state of depression and negativity and anger, that can make your physical body sicker. Yeah, I agree. And your brain, you know? I'm, I'm sure it burns ruts into your brain. Like a lot of my negative thinking and paranoia and all mm-hmm. that just like, like uh, just create a create a worse things and i agree i think um i think like people who do mindfulness are, are, yeah. are they're just healthier brains because they're yeah, focusing and on positive and being present yeah i think i think a lot of my journey in christianity some of it exercised the left side of my brain i think seminary exercised the left seminary exercised the left side of my brain i felt a lot of freedom to think and to argue and whereas the years before that exercised the bad parts of the right side of my brain and paranoia and shame and guilt. But that was still there during when you were going to church too. No, I'm talking about the church I went to before seminary. Oh, okay. That was probably more da- much more damaging than it was positive. Right. Well, because some churches have different focuses. Yeah. You know, there are some churches who are just focused on, you know, the love of God and helping people and community and stuff like that. And then other churches can be more focused on, you know, the end of the world or saving people or everyone's horrible sinners. And just, you can get like, because like the church we went to in Denver had a very positive yeah, scope. And it, it was it all was about love and community and helping one another. It was. You know what I mean? And it was just a beautiful positive atmosphere you know but then if you were to walk into some other churches you would feel you would leave feeling afraid or you would leave feeling weighed down yeah you know so then that has an effect on people you know um so the brain is very powerful. I mean, it creates all kinds of things. I mean, just think about how elaborate your dreams are, you know, and um, no wonder we believe in God just because the brain is so powerful. And when you meditate or when you dream, you could think, oh my gosh, there has to be something more, you know? Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Um, Do you think uh, my technician says she she's she sees improvements in my data data uh-huh. data uh-huh um and she sees improvements in me she goes i'm squirreling a whole lot less and if i do squirrel i can pull myself back faster yeah i i see that too i think do you see a difference well i'm trying to think um I guess because I see you after you come out of neurofeedback and I see how it kind of wrecks a day or two of you. Yeah. Um, that I we, think maybe that kind of clouds over me being able to see. Like I'm still seeing things that I wish I didn't see anymore, like eating your, biting your fingers. Right, right. Um, like I wish I could, I wish it would change that. So here's something. Okay, and, keep going. 
I do think that you're more settled and more present. And, and when have you noticed that? Well, I just think overall, I think you are. And I so, think it so, helps too that you're in also in a new job that you're enjoying. Whereas before, you yes, were with a bad... It was just not a good fit for you. No. It was a terrible client. And um, so I think overall, I do think I see some changes in you in general where you're just more... You're not like... You don't beat yourself up as much. Like you, you do a lot of, I should do this, I should do this, I should do that, I should, I should. Like whatever you're doing, you think you should be doing something else. You do that a lot less. You know what I mean? And it seems like you're more able to make a decision. Just be like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go watch something with Callum or I'm gonna go out with Liam and, or, and then you seem to be okay with it and not, you know, always be second guessing what choice you've made. I do feel that there's another part of me that's a, that's, um, present that hasn't it's, it's a new voice that maybe voice the wrong word that either was limited or uh-huh. not present and it's the present the, the voice to be able to see myself from above yeah 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 you've been you've you have mentioned that several times where you would feel like you were about to spin on something or feel bad about something and you were able you share with me that you were able to say, oh, I'm doing that. I see what's going on, yeah. And I'm not going to do that anymore. Whereas before, I don't even think you were capable of stopping. So biting my fingers, I become aware of it, and I yeah. take a deep breath, and I can stop it. Really? Yeah. Excellent, That's only Ryan. the last few days, though. That is amazing. I well, am really when proud I'm aware, of you. The, the, pro- the problem with the finger biting is a yeah. lack of awareness that I'm doing it. But so, now you're beginning to be aware that you're doing yeah, it. Yeah, and then I just... That's amazing. And then I breathe. Now, a guy... I went to the gas station. It was full yesterday. So I saw one spot, tried to back in. A guy behind me I didn't see was there. I didn't hit him. Didn't even come close. Yeah. He lays on the horn. I see him. I went to drive and I move forward. He's still on the horn for another five or six seconds. Yeah. And it didn't bother me all that much. But then as I'm driving down the highway, I'm about to go into one of my scenarios where I rip him out of the car and beat him up. Of course, yeah. in real life, he'd probably be twice my size. But And I've done that before. To the point where you've seen me in the car moving and twitching. Right. I can tell Brian will play out scenarios when he's driving of things he's going to do. And then he'll tell me about the scenarios. And I'm like, what are you thinking about? Um, and, and that's like, that's just burning more paths in that. In the negative path, pathways in your brain. So I was able to, I was coming back down Broadway and I said, why is it so about you, Brian? The guy didn't yeah. even see you in the car. Right. He's just beeping at a white Kia Sorento. Right. Don't think it's so personally. Right. And even if he even if he did was yelling at you, it's like he doesn't mm-hmm. know you. Right. But I, I think so I was able to just like let it go. Like I was able yeah. to coach myself. So that stronger voice that I mentioned this morning, the first time mm-hmm. I felt like the first time that voice appeared was when I went to the ER in January. And it said that voice said, I'm sorry I let this happen to you. I'm gonna make sure you get better. Yeah. And I'm gonna take care of you. And that, to, to be honest, like as I said before, that was a voice I didn't. I felt that was idolatrous to even have that voice. That's God's really? voice only. I can't have that voice for self care. So you didn't think you were able to. Allowed. That Brian. Wasn't allowed to act so like Brian, that. So, Brian, you didn't feel that you were allowed to take care of you? Um, 
maybe I I didn't feel like I was al- allowed to have the strength to say this shit ends now and I'm you're not going to do this again and I'm going to take care of it. I I don't know maybe I, maybe that's the wrong way to look at it as idolatrous but um because you felt it was idolatrous because you were putting more faith in yourself than maybe, in God Maybe yes I'm maybe. really sorry that you I didn't realize that you put so much on God so But isn't really that what you're supposed to do? It's a place to put things cuz he well, almost the, never comes okay, through Okay, but that's a, that's a, but isn't that what you would have done? Well, yeah, we all do that. Everyone's asking for but I think a healing health- and deliverance and a lot of people, most people don't ever get it. No, but let's talk about, I think, I think a lot of healthy Christians would, would still put full faith in God, but realize I'm strong enough to make decisions and take care of myself. Right. I mean, I did. Not wait around. I did. I mean, I felt like I never felt bad for taking care of myself, for working out or eating a certain yeah, yeah, way. Yeah. Like I never felt like that was no, idolatrous. I mean, I, I mean, so no, I guess maybe I'm saying it wrong because I... I've always well, stated. I'm not saying you're saying it wrong. I just yeah. I think um, I'm just maybe taking care of my emotional, mental, spiritual health. That I it was almost like I'm stepping in now to take over. I'm gonna oh, take okay. over here. I, me, Brian. Maybe that's what felt like. Oh, that's kind of idolatrous. Because but if you don't step in and do that yourself, you're leaving that to someone like a controlling pastor to do it for you and then you're going to get into a pile of mess up anyway there's that's something for me to think through maybe maybe you didn't even know to have that thought before I didn't. because you were so in that world and now you finally your brain had enough space in it to have the thought you know that maybe. the thought could even come up then yeah yeah that's a good point yeah I, yeah that's, that's interesting uh, you know, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's anyway, interesting. Um, mentioned finger biting last year and decisive. Well, All Brian, right. if I see you not bite your fingers, I'm going to be, then everyone's going to need to have neurofeedback. That's the tester. That's the metric. Well, I mean, I think it's already doing really good things and I'm very grateful for the medical community and I'm very grateful for the alternative medical community. Um, you know, alternative therapies. I know these two worlds don't get along most of the time, but there are really great things in both of them. Yeah. And I think they're both needed um, because you need you need options. You know, you need different things to be able to, to get better and to heal. And both communities have, uh, have helped you. Yes, they have. Yeah, and, I mean, again, um, like the, uh, yeah, I've, and that's been that's been great. Yeah, Western medicine um, helped me stay afloat <clears throat> when I was drowning. Hopefully, this other I don't you know neurofeedback is it's it's just maybe we shouldn't say well, yeah, Western I mean, Eastern new. alternative, but it's something new. But well, Western it's medicine new, was and they're new. doing studies on it too. Sometimes it takes a while. Well, yeah. the brain. I mean, the brain is so complicated; it's not even completely understood yet. Yeah, they're still finding new things out about the brain all the time. So. It's a new field, and maybe one day it will be, you know, uh, the standard of care. Um, but all right, I'm tired now. My brain's tired. Your brain's tired. Should we wrap it up? Okay. Yeah, we can wrap it up. Um, can we give a shout out to our listeners who reached out to all listeners, but those who reached out, Patty, Jennifer, 
Jackie and others who have reached out and said they missed hearing us. Yes. So sorry, guys, that we haven't been podcasting. We It's oh, been Mike. a crazy month looking for a house and just, you know, Brian just hasn't been in the mental space either to do it. And um, so, yeah. So thank you. We appreciate all of you guys and we love you guys and you guys are the best and happy Mother's Day to all of you guys. And we will see you next time. All right. On the See Where It Goes podcast. Bye-bye.